0: thanks for listening to the lunch and learn with dr barry here to help educate motivate and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field public health arena and in your community and now your host dr barry welcome to another episode of medicine mondays i am here truly dr barry Perry, your favorite board certified internist founder of DrBerryPierre.com, as well as the CEO of Pierre Michael Consultant, helping you empower yourself for better health with the number one podcast of patient advocacy, affirmation, and education. This week, we bring a soul episode where I discuss the personal experience of being under quarantine after a majority of my family got diagnosed with COVID-19. So we're going to hear some of the personal thoughts, how all of the events kind of unfolded, as well as learning how to juggle what the CDC recommends versus what the Department of Education recommends. Because until this experience, I did not realize it was different, Uh, but oh boy, um, I did find out very quickly. So like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, especially for my Apple Podcasts and Spotify listeners, and tell a friend, tell five friends uh, about uh, this week's episode. This week is a solo episode. This week I am going to be talking about how to be dealing with COVID-19 as a family. And this week I'm going to be talking about from personal experience, right? Like this isn't like just kind of theory. This is going to be personal experience. What is it like to kind of deal with COVID-19 as a family and navigate especially when you have little ones who are in school, right? So, um Let's. I I want to kind of give a background story. So I talk about. I talk about this right. And I got little. I got my little titles right. So I talk about dealing with the inevitable. And I've said. I've kind of said this over the past couple years, as a physician who not only works in the inpatient sector, taking care of patients in the acute care setting, long term care setting, rehab setting, like I come across COVID in so many different varieties. Directly upfront, right? The Reason why I say that because obviously I can go to a grocery store, I can go to the gas station, I can go to the school, and still deal with COVID, right? But like in the hospital setting, not only do you deal with it in the acute uh, manner, it's it's personal. Like I know walking in, like all right, this person has COVID, um, active COVID, ill from COVID, and I'm here to take care of them. So, I've always talked about this past couple of years where, as being a doctor in that position, I figured it was just inevitable for me, myself personally, to come down with COVID, right? I just figured that, like, eventually, you know, even though I'm gowned up, masked up, doing what I can, eventually, because of just my proximity with COVID, and especially in the acute related setting, that I was going to come down with it. And the fear that we always have, right? Especially a lot of our healthcare professionals, you know, dealing with COVID, is not necessary that we may come down with COVID, even though, yes, we're f- afraid of that. There was always that fear that we may come down with COVID or bring it and give it to the rest of our families. That was always a concern of ours. I remember when I first, uh, when, when COVID first came around. Um, you know, we we it got to the point where obviously we didn't know how to deal with COVID. We didn't know how COVID really spread and whatnot. You know, I, I used to have to go through the garage, take off almost every single article of clothing, walk to the side, go direct. Like I used to have to do all these almost like decontaminated uh, type processes uh, just to be able to get inside my house, right? Just because of that level of fear and concern of the unknown. And of course, as we Fast forward, and it's two plus years. COVID is here. We we know that again, we we can you know we can shop, we could touch plastic bags, you know, we could touch like we know there's certain things that we could do that we didn't think we could do before. So when we talk about this inevitable as far as COVID is concerned, I just always figured it's inevitable that um, I likely was either going to come down with it or I was going to come down with it and eventually bring it to my family, right? So I want to talk about uh, what occurred. Uh, this past week especially depending on if you're watching uh this episode the week it uh drops um so last week uh it's i'll, I'll paint the picture um it's almost the end of school we're getting ready to pick um I, i'm actually my wife is actually getting ready to pick our kids up and then lo and behold um you know my daughter uh, gets sick right she gets sick vomits and i think she had like a low grade temp. And of course, obviously, with COVID being COVID, what it is, even though, again, you know, vomiting, you know, GIS, GI complaints is an issue and something you have to be worried about. Not necessarily, It doesn't race to the top. Uh, but in kids, the way it represents in kids is varies. And again, I'll tell you right now, because I am I am an internist, I deal with folks 18 and above, I leave the pediatric expertise to those folks. Maybe I, now that I think about it, I'll probably get a pediatrician to come on the show to kind of talk about uh, COVID from a pediatric standpoint, but, you know, at said the least. So um, like at the school, they say, hey, do you want to, you know, test your daughter for COVID? I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. It's like, yeah, go ahead. Um, didn't really think anything of it because obviously, especially when we talk about the adults, you know, this was kind of her first episode. I think she just had like a bad luncheon and boom, she vomited. And lo and behold, I get the call maybe an hour or so later, boom, uh, my daughter has COVID, right? So of course that's like, Oh, all right. That's interesting. Right. Like to the point where, and, and again, this is, and this is what I've talked about this uh, ad nauseum, right? Like the, the act of being COVID positive wasn't really like a, eh, it was like, it was like more of a blot to me. It, my co- more concern was, okay, if she's positive, I wonder what it's like for uh, like the rest of the family. Right. So, you know, kind of moving forward, it was kind of this kind of family gather around session because um, at the time, again, she's she's the only one who has any illness whatsoever, right? And she's positive. Sorry to break your concentration. I know you are probably knee deep into today's episode, but do not forget, check out our Lunch and Learn community store, shop.drberrypierre.com. Remember to use the code EMPOWER10 and make sure you are leaving us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. And, of course, we live in a house, right? We're together, obviously, all the, for a lot of the time, right? So you got to see, like, all right, what, what about the rest of the family? So uh, we take our trip, uh, you know, down to our local pharmacy, you know, and everybody gets tested, right? Because, you know, we want to see um, because we know uh, there are certain restrictions and things that are going to have to occur regardless of the testing diagnosis. We know there are certain things that are going to have to happen regardless of a testing diagnosis and what i'm working on trying to get uh you know maria to either come on a podcast or i'm gonna jump on her podcast uh the kind of like that way we can kind of hear her point of view as well because her point of view is actually very interesting especially coming from someone outside of medicine someone who does not take care of patients uh with covid right and then you get the the diagnosis like oh my god i'm covid positive um, you know, so I like I, I definitely want you guys to kind of hear and uh, her experience. So like I said, we we may either do an episode here or I'm gonna do an episode on her podcast to kind of give her point of view, right? Especially for um, you know, the, the aspect of you know, my daughter coming out with COVID and had to deal with that, especially from a school-related standpoint. But fast forward. So um we take the uh the whole family, whole family gets um, you know, goes to the local pharmacy, get tested. And one by one by one by one, like everyone is popping up positive. You're positive. You're po- like almost every, and I, I have to preface this almost every single person uh, comes uh, back positive for COVID except me, right? So, of course, again, this whole time, no symptoms whatsoever for really anybody in the family outside of my daughter having this kind of like stomach illness. Uh, Maria was tired earlier in the week. Um, but, you know, th- really wasn't anything I would have I wrote or wrote home about because she's always saying she's tired. Right. You know, just is what it is. Um, so uh, we're dealing with my daughter who has a, a stomach bug. She gets over that in less than 24 hours. So in less than 24 hours, she's back eating. Uh, but 24 hours later, we have this diagnosis where that out of the party of five, four out of said five are COVID positive in one big house. And and this is the this was the the you know the, the issue right especially when we talk about the aspect of social distancing right because again you hear me say this a lot social distance social distance but what happens when you're at the point where you can't really social distance like you are literally in and, and again like you know we have like a two-story house you know, it's pretty nice size, you know, like, so we have enough place where if pe- with people needed to be at their certain corners, that could be done. But of course, this obviously the empathetic, uh, empathetic person in myself is thinking like, wow, like, yeah, I'm fortunate enough, right, that again, I live in a place where I have that ability, right, to be able to go to our separate corners, like I'm fortunate enough. But what about all of the families out there who don't have that ability, right? What about all of the families who don't have the ability to say, like, "Hey, you go to that corner over there. You go to that corner, and you, we, you get. We just try to like avoid each other's, you know, little like personal space, right?" And and I think that's probably the toughest thing about COVID nineteen and the reality with COVID nineteen because. In a public area, right? It's so easy to social distance when we're, you know, going to the grocery store, going to the pharmacy, just going out, you know, maybe to like have some recreation of it. It's very easy to be able to, again, you know, get your space. But what do you do for the families that don't have that opportunity when it's time to come back home? So again, we, like I said, we again, I, I, I am. I am almost in a middle of a minefield being the only person who was COVID negative and in and, and dealing with just the fact that, you know, the family has COVID. Now, fortunately, again, this is why again I stress, I stress, I stress uh, the importance of vaccinations because every single one of the family in part of five is vaccinated. And, and I truly believe that's likely the reason why when we talk about symptomatology, um, you know, the, the worst we had was one of the kids having a stomach virus and Maria ended up having some like con- upper respiratory, like congestion um, and fatigue at one point. I think she, see it, her taste of, her taste went off and on, which is kind of weird. That's why I kind of like, I, I thought, it. Was, I think it's more due to congestion, but like I said, when we get on her podcast or she gets on mine, that we'll, we'll delve into those types of questions um, a little bit deeper. But like here we are, right? We have, you know, a whole family that fortunately for the whole family, um, not only are the kids vaccinated, but the parents are vaccinated, the parents are boosted and a- again, you just have it where, like, yeah, we have, yeah, we're positive. Like, whoopsie doo. Like, and that's, and that was what I was trying to, especially because I had to, uh, I, almost, I can, I probably can go back to the state of shock um, when I talk about Maria because, uh, and, and medicine, uh, Monday crew, lunch and learn community uh, understand that even though I come out here, on medicine mondays i talk on real physician reacts i may write a blog post even though i may say all those things um you best believe that i i still had to answer a lot of very common questions that i've been talking about here for the past two years uh once the diagnosis hit close to home right so which goes to show you how much maria listens uh, you know, to me, you know, especially on from a content related standpoint, but kind of going back to this reality of social distancing. So again, we, we have to spend, and, and it's different, right? And it, I, I want to kind of, you know, make sure we hit the divide, right? Like it's different, right? When we talk about the the aspect of, you know, quarantine and going back to school, right? So again, if you're listening to this episode, um, when this episode drops, uh, you would have noticed, especially for my Instagram followers, uh, that, you know, we haven't done one of those, old, um, you know, uh, stairway, uh, you know, videos that I like to do on my Instagram. If you're not following my Instagram, you should definitely follow me on my Instagram, uh, Instagram at Dr. Barry Pierre. Uh, and that we used to do that every morning, but, you know, the kids have had to be out of school, right? And I think that's one thing that I want to kind of, I really want to hit home that I, I didn't even realize, but now I do because the opportunities in front of me Um, You know, obviously having not one kid, not two kids, but three kids uh, positive for COVID, you know, says that like, all right, yeah, they got to be quarantined. Obviously, they can't go to school. Um, But what's interesting is that the recommendations, especially from a school related standpoint, don't even account for when the child happens to be vaccinated. I thought it was actually very interesting because obviously from my standpoint, especially me being um, you know, negative uh, for COVID and uh, vaccinated and boost. I knew that you know my I I didn't I didn't have to quarantine right. It was just you know wear your mask outside and you know protect yourself as at all at all costs right. I didn't even have to quarantine right. You don't have to do that for five days. Um, but you know for the kids that there is no if the kids happen to be vaccinated, you know they can you know, they only have to spend five days, like, you know, everyone, right? If, if, because they're COVID positive, boom, you got your 10 days. And fortunately, you know, especially shout out to Diamond View, uh, the teachers sent all of their homework. So uh, it, it was definitely, because we definitely didn't want to have an issue where your, your kids miss almost two weeks of school. And, and again, because obviously within those 10 days, it, it included the weekends, right, fortunately. So, you know, you didn't want to have an instance where your kids are missing all this time in school and then falling behind uh, in, in their school work. Right. But again, I again, it hit me. Right. Like like how how is it that other families can do so? Right. Like is our other families, maybe they don't have that ability right, to go and pick up uh, the homework for the next couple of weeks. Right. And I that's where I understand that when we talk about, you know, kind of where I'm at and, you know, the education I do, I always talk and with the understanding, right, that I am talking from, you know, a position of privilege, right, I'm talking from a position where I can tell, hey kids, everyone goes to their individual rooms and, you know, mommy's gonna be downstairs, papa's gonna be upstairs, right? Like I can do that, right, I, I can, I have the privilege and understanding, especially I'm here in the United States, I have the privilege of being able to say like, yes, all the family is vaccinated, both parents are uh, vaccinated plus booted, right? Those are privileges that occur. And, and I think we really have to be mindful because I get this question a lot, especially when we talk about the 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 end, right? When is the end? When is it going to get close to normal? When is that going to happen? Uh, we have to understand that things like this happen, like our situation, uh, happened to families across the country, right? And across the country, you know, kids are having to sit out Uh, For a certain number of days across the country, again, unfortunately, uh, because you know uh, Maria doesn't have to like go out uh, to do work because she works from home, um, you know it's not a bother, right? Like, there's not a, a like there's not a step that occurs, right? Like, imagine if you're a two parent household or one parent household and you end up having to go to work, and then all of a sudden your kids end up getting COVID positive, and then now you have to stay from work, right? Like, these are just a lot of things that. Uh, you know, like we definitely had to reflect back on over the week. Now I can't tell you, it probably took three days uh, before my kids were like, Hey, we're going to go back to school. Like they wanted, they wanted to, I think they were tired of looking at me and Maria, right? Like they, especially, especially Brooklyn. We love Brooklyn. Um, they're like, when can we go back to school? They just, they just could not wait uh, to return to school. And we just had to let them know and educate them. Like, Hey, you know, you can't go back to school now, right? You are positive for the coronavirus, right? That's how they they, they love to call it. The, they they don't say no COVID-19. For them, it's the coronavirus. Uh, Malia says it's so cute. Um, You know, we had to let them know, hey, yeah, no, you're positive for the coronavirus. And because you're positive, there's a certain number of days you just have to stay out of school and you have to stay home with mommy and poppy, right? And they understood because, you know, once, once they realized, okay, I don't got to go to school, I'm like, cool, I'll 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 just uh, live life uh, amongst ourselves, right? So, again, it was just one of those things where I definitely wanted to kind of hark on, you know, this aspect of, you know, kind of dealing with COVID-19 as a family, right? Because I think a lot of times, especially uh, when, you know, when we're providing content, a lot lot of content creators, um, a lot of people may feel like we're almost providing it from the outside looking in, right? Like we're saying these things and they sound nice, uh, but in practical world, like it may not be as practical, right? Like, again, I, I tell people all the time, um, when we think about the lockdowns, right? It's not practical to think that we can lock down every chance we get, right? Because, you know, people got to work, people got, like, there, there's certain things that have to occur um, that people literally just can't afford to do, right? So, and so that's why we have to hark, right? That's why we hark so much things that we know the general public can do and and because most, most especially most of my colleagues, um, especially in regards to this kind of health content creation because we understand, you know, the importance of understanding what your patient may be going through. Right. And understand that you may be your patient, right? Like you may be in that same scenario. And when you're in that scenario, how do you deal with it? Right. I could tell you, um, you know, this week and some change uh, has been pretty chill. And that's kind of, that's kind of the point, right? That's kind of the point when you know, you're sitting in the middle of a pandemic when you know you have a person in your family, like a person like me, who not only um, you know takes care of just sick patients, but goes into the line of fire, takes care the sickest of the sickest uh, with COVID, and has the opportunity to possibly bring it back. Right? You you know you have to protect yourself every step of the way. So again, I'm I'm just fortunate enough and thankful right that we were able to you know protect ourselves uh before right these positive like again uh, again I re- when I rewind back and say man if if my daughter doesn't have an episode of vomiting at school uh we likely don't test her for covid right it just that's literally like the case we like we likely don't test her uh for covid um if not for the fact that Uh, she had an episode of vomiting and happened to be at school. And it was like a little grave. like, like those, those are things that just had to occur for us to get to this point. So again, um, by the time, um, you know, this episode comes out, um, I think we'll be at least for the kids, right? The kids will be a few more days of uh, quarantine or lockdown from, you know, going to school. Um, and by the time, uh, certain clips of this episode, like they'll be back in school and you'll know it, because especially if you follow my Instagram member, instagram.com slash Dr. Barry Pierre, if you follow it, you'll see that like, I'll be posting back our, uh, daily morning, uh, routine of, uh, the staircase walkout, right? So again, it is yours truly Dr. Barry Pierre again, just kind of wanted to kind of give my thoughts on how we, the Pierre Party of Five, had to deal with COVID-19 as a family. That way you can kind of understand, like, all right, like I saw how they did. They don't have to deal with it. And you know what, maybe, maybe I can't be able to take all of the parts, but maybe I could take some of those parts and make it successful. And so y'all be blessed and y'all have a great day and I'm see you guys next week. Thank you for getting to the end of the episode. I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, favorite board certified internist. Like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, and more importantly, share this to at least two of the five of your friends and family members that you know that could be empowered with the words that you heard today. Again, so appreciative of all you guys' support. See you guys next week.